the What Is the Sipping Teas and Hugging Trees <laughs> podcast. Good question. <laughs> well, it's our offering in the podcast world to those looking how to feel more connected in nature. I mean, basically how to feel more at home when outdoors and even how to bring the outdoors into your home. Mm-hmm. And we want it to be fun. Uh, and we think we're super funny, so that works out. Alia <laughs> <laughs> Evan Herbalist. Um, I've trained and studied and practiced for a lot of years, about two decades. I do have an herbalism school. I hold a master's degree in counseling and psychology, which really led me to ecotherapy and the mental health and wellness um, just offered through nature. I'm a co-owner with my husband here of High Garden Herbal and Tea Craft um, as a business, well, actually a social enterprise we've created, operated, and nurtured for the past 12 (laughs) years (laughs) Uh, with the intention, honestly, just of making herbalism accessible to those seeking. Possibly most of all, I'm a nature-loving tree (laughs) hugger. (laughs) No degree or license can top that. I truly love nature. And through that, I've come to love myself because I'm nature too. My life's changed by opening up fully to nature and my natural self. I mean, mental health, relationships, professionally, physically. And I just honestly hope to share how finding comfort in the outdoors and our natural home can truly hopefully make you happier and healthier too. Um, In fact, to nerd out for a second, there's a ton of research for those that are research driven. We're going to offer plenty of that as well. Confirming positive correlation between nature exposure and mental and physical wellness. But there's also a correlation between nature deprivation and mental and physical illness. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take a scientist to figure <laughs> out what's being said here. It's uh, nature immersion makes you healthier. Um, in fact, actual prescriptions are being written to get into nature. Not going to lie. Kind of <laughs> odd that we're having to be told to do this. But yes. Literal prescriptions for forest bathing and ecotherapy by MDs. Um, with really impressive outcomes, or honestly, they'd stop. There's not a lot of profit gain by, we'll call them interested parties, for folks realizing <laughs> that wellness lies in a free act. But they're not stopping. The practice is increasing yep. throughout the world. Um, but we noticed there's maybe just one issue here, and that's that folks, or a majority of folks, have kind of forgotten how to be comfortable outside, like you actually belong. I mean, you can have someone tell you what to do, but if you feel like you're yep. in time out out there, I don't know that it's really being as purposeful. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, sometimes, let's be real, uh, you're out there and you're just uh, kind of noticing that you're hot or you're cold. Or there's a mosquito or a bunch of mosquitoes uh, or seed ticks or, you know, whatever. (laughs) I could go on. Uh, And sometimes you're just at a loss for what to do. Um, Because I think our brains, you know, are are addicted to demanding stimuli. Yeah, phones, TVs. All that scrolling, endlessly scrolling. At our fingertips, anything Flashing we can lights. dream up. Yeah. It's a lot of it's a lot of pressure to dream up your favorite thing to do. Mm-hmm. On your own. Yeah. Uh, and it's addicting. And uh, maybe that's where we can come in. Uh, you know, the more you learn about your neighbors in nature and uh, your natural home, the more, uh, well, at home <laughs> you might feel. Uh, and you realize that you more than just belong. You are actually nature. Mm, yeah. And right? by extending and expanding your relationships... In that world, in our world, you become less lonely. Um, Because really, there's more than one pandemic right now. And the one I'm speaking of is that of self-induced isolation. Say that five times. (laughs) Self-induced isolation. (laughs) We've separated ourselves 
from the rest of our world. We've kind of put ourselves in these cages with these four walls and just all this separation from our larger home, our larger family, and just seek mm-hmm. acceptance from one species, humans. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, humans can be great, but they can also be pretty difficult to please. <laughs> I know I can be moody. I no. Lie. <laughs> <laughs> Never. But the moment you realize that relationship, family, acceptance, belonging, it exists in so many other communities outside of people, your world gets so much bigger and richer. Yep. The walls come down, isolation's a thing of the past, and it's replaced by just mm-hmm. a deep, easy belonging. Mm-hmm. And with each new natural neighbor, you get to know better. A natural neighbor, that's what some people just call like animals or weeds or what. Mm-hmm. It's just these beings that live around us and each one that you get to know better, Mm -hmm. it's like the static disappears and there's just this clarity that comes when you step outside. It's not this green haze or just it's you see, you see Mm -hmm. and you feel more at home. Like when I step outside now, I see the plants and I know their story. And so I'll see lobelia and I'll get excited. I'll be like, Oh, in case I need some respiratory help. Thank you. You're relaxing. I'm so glad you're here. And then I look over there and I look for maybe skull cap and I'm like, ah, there you are. And I, and it, then I start this fun scavenger hunt almost my brain. Mm-hmm. There it goes. Yeah. And, uh, you, you know, I see the trees and I know not only their name, but also their food and, and medicine and what like a hangout with them would be like, yeah. And uh, you can't you know, help. or something like that. And I know you, when one falls, you're like, that'd make a easy spoon or a, Oh, <laughs> I, know, well, I know you. <laughs> I, I also see them that way. But you too. see, yeah. In when things happen, you, I've just, I've found it really amazing and beautiful. You've taught me so much about trees. Like used to, when I would see a dead tree standing, yeah. old stories had told me that's just a dead tree. And you've taught me, Oh, that tree has so much more life <laughs> to live. I mean, that so many creatures are relying on that tree for homes yeah, and for homes and I know. shelter and still food and, and speaking of creatures, when I see an animal, I know, you know, I don't think of it as a thing, but rather an intelligent, caring, family-centered, yep. living being. And I'm like, hey, bud, yep. oh my gosh. <laughs> I know, where you been, chickadee? Yeah. <laughs> well, and like you with chickadees. Yeah, they're always the first ones to show up at the feeder. And then uh, the titmouse. And then we just kind of wait for our friend the nuthatch to show up. He's always late. And it's so fun watching you talk to Woods about that, but that's because you have expanded your relationship with all these out there and you know who's coming over for dinner. I mean, they're as part of the fam as as our dogs. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Right, sorry, dogs. (laughs) No, I mean, that's a good thing. And the fact is we're outside and our brain is still stimulated, but so is our spirit. Um, And it's possibly the most valuable thing that that we have and that you can maybe do for yourself. And we're here because we'd love to help by offering easy-to-digest, fun, factual bits about some of these neighbors Mm -hmm. in nature. Um, Each episode is going to focus on one neighbor. And within Mm -hmm. that, um, hopefully you'll learn and we'll be teaching herbalism, botany, naturalist skills, and just overall relationship, y'all. We strive to make herbalism and natural connection really accessible and meet meet you wherever you are. Invite you over for a cup of tea and chat about our neighbors in nature kind of thing. Really our family members. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Some, some, Mm -hmm. just like my own family. I'm closer to some (laughs) than others. Some I claim, some I don't, but I know them all. (laughs) Some are neighbors, some are family. We're still in this together. Yeah, it's it's our shared home (laughs) and we have plenty to talk about. And and there are two of us. I know I just introduced myself. Um, Neither of us know everything, but we're both dang curious. And we will each pick a topic 
that we think we know well, <laughs> but then we're or would like to know like a lot better. Yeah. So then we become even more curious about it. We study, we interview experts, mm-hmm. dig in deeper about the subject, and then you'll get to listen in while we teach the other person all about what we learned. So Joel will be teaching me some episodes and I'll be teaching Joel some episodes yep. full of conversation, curiosity, all the while having a, a dang good time. And so Joel, tell yep. us a little bit about you. Oh, okay. So just real quick, what I suppose uh, I could qualify as a family herbalist at this point. You could. Uh, also soaked up quite a bit uh, over the last decade uh, next to you <laughs> and through your obsessive studies. Uh, passionate. I'm teaching. Passionate is the, <laughs> is the right word there. Um, yeah, and running our urban tea shop, you know, has has really taught me a lot. Um, but what I'm most passionate about has got to be just all things trees. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, in the trees, I've kind of found not only like the food and medicine uh, of the trees, but I really found a deep belonging. Uh, and through the green woodcrafting uh, that we mentioned, um, hiking, camping, and all of that, I think I truly feel like I'm the most content and peaceful version of myself when I'm in the forest. You are. You have a different look on your face. Any moment you can spend mm. a few minutes in the forest, you can Yes, out. which is why I'm always trying to get there. <laughs> uh, and let's see. So on the work side, uh, you know, I was, I was fortunate enough to be able to travel a bit early on in life as part of some humanitarian efforts. Uh, and really during some of those experiences, my love of tea was sparked, the actual tea plant. Um, so... You know, I kind of just kept drinking it and studying it uh, until luckily I ran into you, uh, Leah, uh, and we crossed paths and fell in love at a backyard chili cook-off in the middle of the summer back in 2009, I think. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we got married, dreamed up High Garden, uh, where we got to combine our passions for tea and herbs. And now I get to basically fully indulge the tea side of me and source our actual teas from different gardens and farmers around the world uh, every season. And I feel pretty dang grateful uh, that we've been able to make a life out of this. And a good life it's been. <laughs> and um, and we're just really hope to invite y'all into the family and introduce y'all to, you know, our neighbors and our shared home. And that's where a little bit of this name comes from, Sipping Teas and Hugging Trees. Yeah, we own a tea company and we're total tree huggers, but we also just wanted something that sounds as easy as it is. To embrace nature is literally nothing more than a mind shift. You belong the moment you open up to it. And we also wanted to reflect the wellness, mental and physical, that can come from this. There's a zen-like state that comes when you're sipping a cup of warm tea. And there's a sense of stability and wellness that comes from opening our arms and our hearts and just hugging a tree. And both of these things represent the ease and difference in our lives we can experience when expanding to meet our whole world. Um, To dive into natural studies, honestly, the only difficult thing is tearing down the walls so you can expand and be able to understand the vastness around you. Animals care about their family. Plants communicate with one another. We share strong DNA familiarity with plants, animals, insects, and fungi. Oh, it's like a 70% match with slugs. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, if we get into that, here's a little excerpt from Science Daily that I just thought might be nice to add in here. All conifers have 12 chromosomes. 
but they are extremely large. A cell from a spruce or pine has seven times as much DNA as a human cell does. You heard me right. And their enormous amount of DNA has entailed that scientists have not dared to tackle a mapping of the concrete genome of coniferous trees. Wow. Nature around us that we just call its are complex living beings that now we can look deeper Mm -hmm. into on this podcast and invite into our homes and our lives. Um, The world around us is huge and full of unknowns, but for some reason it's become commonplace to know almost nothing about the world around us. And we're here to change that. If you'd have us over for a cup of tea, all here on Sipping Teas and Hugging Trees. (laughs) All right, let's do this. (laughs) 